Happy Friday. It was not a happy day for somebody that we care very much about on the program. If, quite frankly, this program would not be possible. And, and I don't just say that like people say it. I literally, truly mean that uh, without our executive producer, Marky Mark Grimaldi. A wonderful woman brought Marky Mark Grimaldi into this world and his dad, Marky Mark Sr. And 15 years ago, uh, Marky Mark lost his mom and he lost her to cancer. Um, I, Mark and I talked about something he's involved in and I asked him to share with all of you listening to us and our listening audience uh, about um, a program that's in honor of his mom and uh, the battle that he has watched people in his family have, both his mom and his dad, against cancer. Fortunately, his dad is a survivor. His mother was not so lucky. And there are many of you listening out there who have loved ones who have cancer or lost that battle, as Mark's mother did, unfortunately. But one of the ways we have now a 96% survival rate, I believe, 96 97% survival rate, and somebody's diagnosed with breast cancer as an example, is because we raise awareness, we raise money, and that allows more research, which helps us find a cure and not have certain cancers be a death sentence. Can, can I just say this real quick before I have Mark come on? Yesterday, I, was, um, I had a doctor's appointment not far from my husband's office, who is a physician. He's an orthopedic surgeon, and he emailed me. Um, he said, um, I'm having a really tough day. Give me a call. So I stopped by to surprise him because I was so close. And when I went to see him, he said he had to tell a 15-year-old girl and her father that the pain in her leg isn't an orthopedic issue. It was a huge cancerous mass. He admitted to me last night, although he couldn't tell the father and daughter until they go to see an orthopedic oncologist, that for her, it's most likely a death sentence. So... We don't want those death sentences for people. We want to change that, and we have the power to change that, folks, with our time, our money, and our awareness. So Marky Mark, take it over and uh, share with everybody what uh, you guys are doing in honor of, of your mom and your dad. First of all, I, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for your kind words, Leslie. I consider you like a, a sister, and I love you very much, and that, that was very sweet of you. And I know, although it was under different circumstances, you lost your father at a young age. And, you know, a lot of us have been touched by, by losing someone. And one of the things that we can do when, besides grieving properly and sharing positive memories with our family is to get into action and do something about it. So um, what I'm doing is participating in a program called uh, Bald for Bucks for Roswell Park Cancer Institute, which is actually in my hometown of Buffalo, New York, but it's actually a world-renowned Cancer Institute, and they're on the leading edge of research uh, and treatments and trying to find a cure for cancer. Um, as you mentioned, I lost my mom 15 years ago, actually today, um, to breast cancer and then terminal cancer, but my dad successfully is in remission after prostate cancer. So they have a pretty cool program, um, and you, everyone who's living in a cold climate can appreciate this. Um, it's called Bald for Bucks, um, and next Wednesday I'll be getting my head completely shaved bald with about 50 other volunteers, including some women who get their heads from full long hair to completely shaved and bald. Um, and this helps raise money and awareness in the battle against cancer. Um, as Leslie was alluding to, one out of three Americans will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime. And most of us know someone that has successfully battled cancer, but 
we also know someone who has had their life taken by it in a lot of circumstances. Um, and what Bald for Bucks does is it raises funds for the cutting-edge cancer research and patient care programs at the facility I mentioned, Roswell Park Cancer Institute. So um, if you'd be so kind, if you're listening and you're thinking about it, any amount of money will make a big difference, and I'd greatly appreciate it. And you can simply go to this website. It's tinyurl.com forward slash Mark, M-A-R-K, Bald, B-A-L-D, the number four, Bucks, B-U-C-K-S, and then the number two, because this is the second year I did it, so or I've done it. So, again, that's tinyurl.com forward slash Mark, Bald for Bucks 2, and we'll put it on uh, Twitter and Facebook after the show today. So, again, Leslie, thank you very much for the, the kind words and the time, and thank you all for uh, considering making a donation. God bless. Oh, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I didn't uh, know uh, Mark's mom, but I do know his dad. And, you know, many of you, you know, many of you know, if prostate cancer, obviously, you know, women don't have a prostate. So, you know, prostate cancer, um, you know, as soon as you turn like 40, you got to, you know, start getting checked, you know, colonoscopies, uh, you know, for the men or if you have, you know, history of that uh, in for women, too, if you have a history, but especially for men and especially if you have a history. Uh, then prostate cancer, you know, women, you know, you got to do yourself, you know, breast exams. And, you know, if you find a lump and, you know, there's just so many, you know, things going on. I was asking my husband yesterday uh, about that little girl. And I said, there's no way she could live. And he goes, well, if she does, and he goes, they're going to have to take off probably most of her leg, if not amputate her from the hip down. And that's, you know, very difficult at 15. Oh, my God. Um, but what he also said is it's 2015. And he said five he goes, 10 years ago, maybe even five, it would be a death sentence. They might, and he goes, she might, she has some chance of living. Um, and again, like he said, he could be wrong, but he seriously doubts it. You know what I mean? Based on what he saw. He is right, you know, though. On the, the, the research and the, the treatments are becoming much better. And as you alluded to, the statistics are better, Leslie. And that's because there isn't one absolute cure yet because cancer it comes in so many forms. But they're figuring out how to treat cancer and kill the cancer within people's bodies and allow the people to still live and that's what this this research does hopefully someday there will be a cure-all but for now they're doing it pretty much on a a a case-by-case basis and figuring out how to, to help people live so it is it is hopeful at least that it's getting better also i I just want to tell you this this is not cancer and i but i say i say this because this is an example of what money flooding an issue can do. There's been tons and tons and tons of money. I don't know how much, you know, millions or whatever that has just been poured into research with regard to sight. I mean, now we have laser surgery, right? There are people that, you know, uh, you know, you know, they have laser surgery and, you know, on Star Trek, there's that African-American actor who wears those glasses uh, yes, yes. so that he can see. That's right. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. I have a six and seven year old. My son has had Two eye surgeries on each eye. He had something called strabismus in which the eye turns out so greatly um, that he can't see or read properly. He now has astigmatism in one eye, so he had to get glasses. And we, when we went to the place for glasses, he had already had the exam at his ophthalmologist, but the exam was part of it. So I said, well, why don't you check out my daughter? She's had no complaints, but, you know, check her out. And they said that she is nearsighted, which means – I've never understood that. Shouldn't nearsighted mean <laughs> – It always confused me too. Yeah, but it's the opposite, right? So she can't see as well far away. But they asked her, you know, is she falling down? Does she have trouble seeing the, um, you know, the uh, blackboard at school? 
and, you know, that kind of thing. And no. And they said, okay. They said, but it will get worse as she gets older if you don't do something about it. Now, there's nothing wrong with wearing glasses, and children don't get teased as much for wearing glasses. But if you do, it's usually girls that get teased more than boys because girls are vicious, and in society, unfortunately, we females are supposed to look a certain way, right? So I said, well, I want to avoid glasses for her if I can. I have never worn glasses up until a year or two ago to read sometimes, and I really don't need it if I just use the light on my phone, which, yes, I figured out how to do for my crew that's like, oh, my God, she knows how to do that. And uh, anyway, the doctor said, um, but there is something that's just been invented in FDA approved that you might want to look into. And what it is, are you ready for this? It's contact lenses that my daughter would wear when she sleeps. Are you ready for this? Drum roll, please. And in one to three years, she would not need glasses at what? all. Wow, that's in- I didn't even so know about that. So while you sleep, it corrects your nearsightedness. That is incredible. When, you, when you're within a certain range and at a certain age. Now, my point being, and I said to her, oh, my God, you know, I feel like I'm living in that Star Trek time. Just be, I can't wait for beam me up, right? We don't have to wait. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what we'll do with TSA if we get to that point. But, <laughs> um, but, but seriously, this is an example. This, Mark, your father's alive where there was a time as somebody was diagnosed oh, with, so with prostate cancer. And we're talking in the last 10 or 20 years. It's so true. He actually had and robotic breast ca- surgery. And breast yeah. cancer, if your mother were diagnosed today, she would have yep, lived. That's true. And that it's sad. It no, is so, but it's true, and it makes right. me feel better for those who face similar situations. And, and and just one more, and then we'll take a break and bring uh, Brad in. Does that sound good? Sounds good. My dad had a um, genetic heart condition that he died at 57 years of age from. His brother, who is, let me see, 61 now, has the same condition. Had a heart attack, like my dad. The fourth heart attack took my dad's life. Had a heart attack, small one, then had a big one. Had the same surgery my father had, but because of advances, the things that they can do, they can put in, they can use, he's alive. He's 61. He's fine. He's had no third and fourth heart attack like my dad and the fourth that took my dad's life. So if my dad were alive today, my dad would not have died uh, from the heart condition he had. And his brother is living proof. So example is just and, – and my husband blows my mind sometimes when I ask him a question. Um, I, I mean, you know, one of the things like in his specialty, orthopedics, you can't regrow cartilage in your body. But they're doing it in petri dishes. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Oh no, absolutely. There are people alive today that would not have been alive five years ago. I mean, the advances were there, and with me. I am genetically predisposed, thank you, Daddy, uh, to, to very high cholesterol and triglycerides in my brothers as well. On paper, my cardiologist said she thought I was 350 pounds and ate butter, like, every day. Huh. And that my body just is a, like a butter-making machine kind of thing. And when I walked in, she could not believe I was the person on paper. And uh, although she 
kind of thought that because she knew my husband and no offense to the 350 pound gals out there, but my husband doesn't, isn't a big gal fan of that, of that way. And she didn't, you know, when I walked in, she said, oh my God, because I'm petite, I'm thin, you know. And uh, basically I went to, uh, Mark, you remember this a few years ago. I had to go in I do. for a procedure and I, w- I sat in the doctor's office and it was like a 3D uh, simulator ride through my heart, my aorta, my arteries, you know, like you're going through a fun house. That's just incredible. It is mind-blowing. And thankfully, I have the heart of a 25-year-old, zero calcification, zero blockage. So for all of you that hate my ass and hoping I'm going to drop dead, sorry. Only the good die yet, right? Sorry, Doug. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.